Light me up, don't you stop Cause tonight, it's on the line Show me how, you get on down Close my eyes, take me for a ride Hello everybody and welcome back to the Past Projection Podcast. I'm your host Josh and I'm joined today by Spartans women's player Callie Gibb. Callie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? I still bother. Uh, thank you for coming on. I'm good. Been isolating this week, so it's been a bit of a long one. Uh, but, you know, this is something to keep you busy for a while, so much appreciated. That's no problem. Uh, start you off. Uh, I've had to focus really hard on saying your name right there. So, Callie, if you had a pound for every time someone said your name wrong, uh, how soon would you be able to retire? Oh, I would have already retired. <laughs> I, I would be rich, that's for yeah. sure. You would never have started working. So uh, I had exactly. to had to ask you beforehand how you said your name. <laughs> I, I may or may not have said it wrong when announcing the podcast last week. Or that's okay. was a couple of weeks ago. Doesn't need to get mentioned. Uh, <laughs> right, so uh, let's, get, let's just get started, Kai. So, growing up, uh, how did you how did you get into football? Was it more like playing, or did your dad or mum take you to games? Or? Well, I've got two older brothers um, who were ah. both they both played football from a very young age as well. So, I used to have to go and watch them train in the weeks, and um, yeah, the coach usually just asked me if I wanted to join in, and I just always have. And since then, I've just not been off the pitch really. Uh, so how, how old are your brothers? Um, they aren't... Oh, God, what age are they? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're like 20s and 24 or something, but they started playing... Um, they were six when six and nine when I started. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they were a lot older, but I've always played with them and it's never been an issue. I could to throw you in right at the deep end. So... Uh, <laughs> Hi, did you did you watch much football growing up then? That wasn't wasn't your brothers in the park like Yeah, well I watched I went to used to go to all the Pars games on a Saturday Aye. from from very young age. My dad used to take me and both my brothers. Um but I used to always just watch my brothers as well at the weekend. So I think it was a bit of both that really got me into it. Um just growing up in the a footballing house, you know. Didn't Aye. really have a choice. So did you grow up a Pars fan? Of course. I uh, got any memories from from the games? Any specific games when you when you were younger? Um, not not really. To be honest, I remember like um one time I won a free pass shirt. Oh, I... Um, I I won a free pass shirt. It was a red and black one. I'm pretty sure, and that's probably one of my only memories. <laughs> it's always good when you win free stuff. I mean, uh, a couple exactly. years ago, a couple years ago, my dad won a Twitter competition. Which it was like you get to go, go like the training ground and that uh, for him. So me and him went. That was minted and just got like sh- shirt signed and everything. Although there was a sponsors night the other day. And I don't realise it's like professionals when they're training. I uh, think you have it after training. There's like an hour where you're just out of it. Do you have that? Like you're just not there. Yeah. I was speak- <laughs> I was speaking to a couple of them late in the day because there was a like a player sponsors night. And they're like, oh, I, I didn't see you at the centre. I was like, I'm he's got a picture of you and all. I spoke to you for like five minutes. But I just yeah. you're, you're always so zoned out. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, speaking of playing football, uh, was your first team Bayside, am I correct? So I played for um, my first girls team that I played for was Bayside. Yeah. Um, but I played previously played for Recife um, Boys Club and Hillfield as well. Uh, so was uh, was Bayside like 
did he go to Bayside's Boys Club and then move to a girls club or was it Bayside's Girls Club came into? It was uh, straight away Bayside Girls Club, um, yeah. <laughs> I What did you notice a difference? Obviously it's a much younger age, but any difference like how the, the boys level to the girls level uh, that is like, or where you were playing? Yeah, definitely. I think boys, it was it was a lot tougher, you know. Uh, um, I was playing, the boys start playing 11 aside a lot earlier, so... Yeah. I've never been one of the biggest players on the pitch, that's for sure. Um, no. So playing against boys at 11 aside, it was always tough and very competitive. And then when I went to basic girls, it was seven aside. Um, so it, was, it wasn't it was easy, still hard, but it was definitely definitely a lot easy, a lot easier than playing with the boys. Uh, you don't have to cover as much ground on seven aside. It's just how, how was it at Bayside? Did you enjoy your time there? Yeah, I loved it. I think I was there for about a year and a half. And, um, you know, for a team that maybe wasn't as highly spoken of, I thought it was a great team to play for and won a lot. We won a lot and we I'm pretty sure we broke a couple of records and stuff like that. So it was, all, it was always a great team to play for. Uh, uh, you, uh, did you play for your defender? Were you just up front, hanging by I the goal? At Bayside, I was, a, I was a striker, you know, a bit of a poacher. <laughs> Just st- standing by the goal. That's a, That's why you, you find it so much easier. You were just standing by the goal the whole time. You didn't have to move. Pretty much. I just stood there <laughs> and then just got the ball given to me. And I just shoot. Push the goalkeeper out of the way. Any shots and hope the ref didn't see it. Literally, I've never <laughs> scored as many goals as I did back then. Yeah. So um, for Bayside, uh, you turned from Cali Gibb to Cali Hibbs. Uh, you joined to Burnham. Uh, I've had that one lined up since the podcast was announced. Uh, so how, how did that come across? Like, How did you find out Hibs were interested in you? So originally, I'd not long signed for Bayside. I'd just started playing for them. And my mum had got a message. Um, I'd just been to one of my first national camps, I'm pretty sure. Oh. And my mum had got a message saying that Hibs under-13s wanted me and stuff like that. Oh. Um, but I didn't go because I'd not long joined Bayside and it was my first girls team. I wanted to just, you know, get myself used yeah. to playing girls football and just wait until I felt like the thing's right. Um, and then after about a year and a half, I decided, uh, Hibs had came back in for me and I decided that I felt like that was the right time for me to yeah. move. And, um, you know, I don't don't regret staying at Bayside and I, I don't regret going to Hibs either, I think. I done what was right for me, and I think that it worked out for the best. Ah, uh, just take you back for a minute, though. What's um? You mentioned a national camp, so what are they? Uh, clueless. So basically, <laughs> I used to go to regionals um yeah. for every Friday night um up in Dundee. Used to go train um with like it was like a group of girls from all over. So I was the East Region, and it was all the girls in the East. Um, and basically they picked. They picked players and to go train with them and it was a great bunch of girls and great coaching. Um, and then once a year you'd go to what they call national camp and you would play against the other regions. So you'd oh, play yeah. against your west, your south, oh. southeast and norths and things like that. And they'd then from there the Scotland coaches would pick a squad to take away yeah. the Scotland competitions and right. camps and things like that. Oh so sounds pretty pretty smart so it's like a bit of a a trial day almost yeah pretty much pretty much a trial oh. yeah i was going to say before you mentioned it was like for scotland sounded a bit like a super league so revolutionary <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
No, it's uh, Fiorentino Perez is like rubbing his hands listening to this. He's like, ah, yes, my plan's still in motion. So, um, yeah, how did you how did you find Hibs? Obviously, you were there for, for quite a while. Yeah, so I was at Hibs for, I think, three years or maybe just less or just more. Um, and I absolutely loved every minute of it. Um, definitely, like, I moved, I went from under-13s to playing for the first team on and off. So um, they, they progressed through the ages and... They supported the young players a lot, but I yeah. think that it was it was an amazing club to be part of and definitely grateful for all the opportunities they gave me because they've helped me to get to where I am today. So Yeah, but you were when you remember the first team, was the coach a guy called Dean there? Uh, so it is Dean now. It was Aye. Grant Scott originally, but Dean was my coach at the twenty threes yeah. development team at, at that point. Yeah. I was gonna say I think he coached me with my uncle when I was like five or something. And then uh, yeah. I tried how Dean got the job. He's just come back to me there. I was like, a while ago, like, oh, do you know Dean's got the job? Yeah, yeah no, he's he's now the first team's ah. coach. Do you still have the mad curly ginger hair? No, uh, no, not really. Oh, no. He, he used to, it was, um, that's what I remember him for, just uh, <laughs> men, mental hair. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dean, if you're listening, if that's, that's the only impression you made on me. But um, yeah, so best, best times at Hibs? Any that come to mind? Everything, to be honest, I absolutely like loved every minute. But obviously, one winning Scottish Cup with the yeah. under-15s, that's very memorable. And uh, making my debut for the first team, you know, it's something that you dream of as a kid is playing in the SWPL. And yeah. to do that at such a young age, it was it was a real honour and very special special moment. Was the game at uh, the Cup final, was that against Hearts? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's the... Uh, Always a dream for if you're involved with Hibs. Oh, exactly. Definitely got to beat, got to beat Hearts. Yeah, we don't need to mention what happened when Hibs and Hearts actually played in the Cup final for like the proper men's team in terms of the back in 2012. Yeah. Doesn't need to get mentioned, but... Touchy subject. Uh, uh, under 15s, that's... Um, yeah, better, better luck. Uh, so was, was Robin there when you joined or did she join later? Yeah, so Robin played for Hibs for... <laughs> Got a feel when she was there for a long time. Pretty sure it was something like nine, nine years, maybe more. She'd been at Hibs for a long time. Um, so when I when I first joined for Hibs under thirteen, she was my teammate, and then she was my teammate through the fifteens and the nineteens. Um, and then I moved up to the twenty threes, and she was supposed to come up at the end of that season, but yeah. then she made the move to Spartans. Uh, was she uh, what was she like to play with? She's honestly an honour. Like she is. A brilliant player for she's still really young obviously yeah but the knowledge that she has of the game and just just her commitment um it's it's unreal and it's great to be part of and watch yeah uh, always comes across very well uh she got lost lost of scotland uh national what was i thinking youth uh yeah. i could think though i was going to say under and then i thought we're out of age groups <laughs> uh, but you mentioned it. What was it like breaking into the the first team of like a European side like Hibs were like so young? Yeah, it was it was definitely a m- amazing experience. You know, you're playing with amazing players, and even getting to train with them for the cu- a couple of weeks that I was there, it was you learnt a lot in a short space oh. of time. Um, and the girls were so lovely and welcoming and supportive, and they just pushed you to get the best out of you. And it was it was a real real honour. 
yeah. So had you had you been training with the first team by the time they were playing the likes of Bayern Munich or that, or were you the season? Um, no, I was. I was the season after. I'm pretty sure. I still like to be in amongst uh, a group of that quality. Must have been surreal. Must have. Yeah. Been, your first session with them. Uh, could you mind just being there, like, oh, what is going on? I mean, I mean, my first session with them, there was hurdles and things, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, especially, you know, I'm not exactly tall when they were quite big uh, hurdles, so I was. I you're having to climb over them. I didn't want to embarrass <laughs> myself, you know. I had to, I wanted to make a good impression, but I remember getting told um, by Dean, obviously my coach at the time, yeah. that I was I was going to train with them on the the Wednesday or something, yeah. and I I thought he was joking. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, yeah, no, you are. You're training with them, and then you're coming to train with us. And I was like, oh, huh. right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, a, was it a massive step up? Yeah, definitely. It's um, obviously like just the training, like it's just so intense and it's a lot more serious and everyone's working so hard. Like you don't get to stop basically. And yeah. playing, playing in games, it was just, it was, it was such a difference and so competitive. Uh, do they have, um, for the youth levels, do they have European ties? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I should probably I was, know that, but I don't think. <laughs> I was I was going to ask because uh, ask if you played in any of a, a youth level because you've got like international experience, obviously with, with Scotland. But yeah, came a bit, came a bit later. So how how come you decided to leave Hibs and go to Spartans? Did you just feel that the time was up? Yeah, it was it was a tough decision. You know, I wasn't I was never unhappy at Hibs. Um, you know, I loved every single minute of it, and I was still enjoying it before I left. Um, but I think. At Hibs, I was still going to be playing mainly 23s. Yeah. Um, and obviously at Spartans, they were offering me first team position. Um, so I think it was it was a, a very hard decision, but also at the same time, it was quite an easy decision because yeah. I'd heard loads of good things about Spartans. You know, I had Debbie, the coach, and obviously I'd seen how Robin in such little time that she'd been there, how much she developed and how much she, she was enjoying it. So I think... It made it a lot easier for me to make the move, and yeah. honestly, it's been amazing ever since. Uh, was she a bit of an agent? They're just the the underhand deals. <laughs> I know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, there wasn't any tapping up going on, was there? None of that. No, definitely. Not. <laughs> uh, didn't even talk about it beforehand. <laughs> but um, yeah, so what was it? The opportunity to play first team football regularly that excited you about the move? Yeah, definitely. I just, you know, I was obviously getting that first team experience at Hibs, but I think when when you get offered first team experience once every couple of weeks or yeah. like constantly, you have to sort of you have to go with constantly, if especially when it's something that you want to pursue as a career. Yeah, and obviously Spartans do do the well this season. Fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're fourth right now. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you drew a Hibs ladies yesterday. You got a goal. Uh, very well done. <laughs> What was the goal like? I haven't actually seen it. Um, it was so. Basically you could exa- you could exaggerate it as much as you want. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant! Over, over overhead kick from a goal kick. Somehow. It was halfway line screamer. <laughs> Not make the goalkeeper. I wish. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, we basically, I think, we broke on the attack. Hibs, Hibs were on the attack, and we won the ball in our half, and then we broke. Um, Sarah Cleland got a ball into the box. Um. And it just sort of came to my feet, took yeah. a touch, and I think I put it through the 
their full backs legs and it just Oof. sort of slipped slipped in the goal. Yeah, was it uh was it added by your type celebration afterwards? <laughs> I was just shocked. I, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was just so shocked. I just started running about. <laughs> How many goals have you got for Spartan so far? Was that the... Um, so this season, that was my second, but I think I've scored, like... I think I'm on, like, three or four. I'm, I'm, I don't score very often, so... Uh, yeah. three, three, or more, three or four more than most people have got. Well, exactly. You can't complain, <laughs> eh? Nah. So you, you moved to Spartans, and then your your first Scotland call at Pitt and How did How did you find out about that? So, obviously, I had not long signed for Spartans. I think I was only three or four months playing for them. And um, basically, Debbie just called me, like, called me in her office and um, basically told me that I was going to be going to a Scotland camp um, at the week, uh, like a week away or a couple of yeah. days after. Um, and I was just so shocked. Um, <laughs> it was very unexpected. You know, I'd never really been in a Scotland team before. I'd done one camp at under-15s and never got asked back. So... It was a very big shock. I was extremely nervous, but I was just so excited and I just wanted to go and show that, like, you know, I was ready and that like, I was going to do my best for the uh, team. So obviously your, your camp day must have went very well because you, you got the call-up. <laughs> how how did you feel when you found out you got the call-up? Uh, it's honestly, it's still, <laughs> it, I still think it's very, like, I'm still shocked about it, yeah. like, you know. It was just I was in PE when I got the <laughs> when I got the email and I was just so surprised and just grateful for the opportunity. You know, it's not every day that you can turn around and say that you've been asked to go away with the national team. So I was very grateful but very shocked and nervous uh, to say the least. Can you remember what you were doing in PE? Yeah, I think we were doing softball outside. Uh, I hope it was I... softball or football or something. It was something like that. If it was softball, I'd hope it wasn't your turn to bat. You're just sitting there looking at your phone as the balls are being pelted at you. I know, to be <laughs> fair, I, I did warn my teacher that I was going to be refreshing my emails and that, and, you know, uh, just in case. Even if it was bad news, I just wanted to know. <laughs> uh, so, um, was it a bit unnerving having to travel uh, and play like the lead up to the games, knowing that, okay, I'm in the, I'm in the Scotland squad here? Yeah, definitely. It was very, very nerve wracking, but. Um, Obviously, the under-19s team had been together for quite a while. You know, they all they all were familiar with each other and stuff like that. So I was nervous going into it. Um, but I had a couple of players from my team at Spartans who were in it as well. So they made me feel very welcome. And so did the rest of the players and the staff. It was, it was a, honestly, it was a great experience. A real good team atmosphere then. But uh, yeah. yeah, how was it playing against a couple of other countries? Like, was it, how did you find the standard of football from the other countries? It's crazy. They're like, <laughs> no matter how match fit you are, and nothing yeah. compares to playing a different country. Like they just, their fitness is unbelievable, and uh. the pace of the football is just so different. It was, it was a real big shock to the system, to be honest, when I first went. <laughs> but um, you know, it's something that I think you'll you'll never get used to. You just sort of have to try and adapt when you're there and try and do your best because that's all they can ask for you. Yeah. So, who would you say was the toughest national TV played so far? Um, I, had, I think I'd have to go with Spain. Spain, um, yeah. Spain, they were a very, very good side. I've only got three caps, but out of the three that I played, Spain were definitely the the best to watch and play against. Uh, very, very technically good, I can imagine. Yeah, technically good. Physically, they were <laughs> amazing. 
if you like, was the pace of the game still? Do you, would you say there are higher pace of the game than than you were? Yeah, no. Like I think it was. You know, we did defend quite a lot of the game. Um, yeah. They were a very strong side, but I think I think we kept up with them quite well. I think we managed to. You know, we've managed to give get some opportunities and things like that, yeah. but just unfortunate to not get the win. <laughs> I, I, I just think because obviously I watch a lot of a men's football obviously and it's like yeah. the, Scot- the Scottish League's very fast paced whereas you go to like the Italian Leagues or the Spanish Leagues it's like a bit of slower tempo but technically they're so much better would you say that? Obviously you're saying Yes not, I, think, that, say, I think that's fair fair to say they're definitely their technical ability is, is amazing and they're still very good physically as well but I think I think that's something that we work on a lot in Scotland is physically and yeah. trying to beat the teams and things like that. Was there any crunching tackles? I can't really remember anything that's <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> that's just you not wanting to admit to an assault. That's what that is. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, how exciting is it to be involved in women's football in such like a, a prominent role, obviously top club in Scotland and Spartans, when it's, it's starting to gather the attention that has been deserving? Yeah, it's very exciting, you know. Um, I think women's football's not had a lot of coverage and oh. it's not been not been recognised. But I think now that we're getting to that point where uh, the games are getting filmed more, you know, people are getting more interested in women's football. I think it's really exciting to see where it's going to be in the next four or five years or whatever. Like, oh. you know, um, I think I think it's great, and I think it's something that's been a long time coming. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, there was a game at the start of the season, I remember, uh, where you were on BBC. And that's like, yeah. that's, even something like that, you'd, you'd hope to see more games more regularly on there. But yeah, it, definitely. It's good to be getting the, the recognition, I can imagine. Yeah, well, now it's, I'm pretty sure there's a game every single week on in our league that's on either BBC Alba or BBC Sport. So it's yeah. really good. It's really good to see. Uh, that is. Uh, what's, your, what's your goals uh, in football then? Uh, your short-term goal and a long-term goal? So short-term, I just want to become more confident in my ability myself. I just want to be able to yeah. go out there and just stop stop worrying and just just enjoy it, you know. I'm yeah. still young, I've got a lot to learn and I just want to improve. Yeah. Um, long-term, I'd, I'd love to love to play professionally and make it make it a career. Yeah. Whether that'll happen or not, you know, just got to work, work hard and see, but that's really what I want to do so Would you be trying to target a future Euros trip or World Cup trip for Scotland? I would love to absolutely love to it's a dream would be a dream come true that's that's for sure <laughs> uh, Okay moving on obviously you've Ian was meant to be on the podcast tonight but for reasons like I say he was not able to uh, you've worked under Ian a few times? Yeah yeah I've done a couple of one-to-one sessions with him Yeah how was it to work under? Very good. Um, you know, he came and he had it planned out. He asked me what it was that I wanted to work on and he, he planned the sessions and helped me to work on things that, you know, I thought were my weakness or just things that I wanted to improve on into my game. And he definitely helped help me with that. And I thought he was great to work with. Uh, do you prefer like one-to-one type sessions as a player or do you enjoy just the team training aspect of it more? I think, you know, a one-to-one session every now and again is, is very beneficial and very good. Um, you know, sometimes you just need oh. that bit of one-to-one to work on things yourself um, 
and just get that feedback a bit more. Yeah. Um, but obviously working in a team and training to, as a team, it's just it's amazing because oh. you, you know you've got that laugh and oh. you've got you're all working on things together and pushing each other to get the best out of the session. So I think oh. you know they're both amazing. So oh. you got any any stories that you can tell on a PG podcast about your times about your Scotland or Spartans? Um. Oh God. I'm trying to think. Oh. Not really. There's not really many stories, stories, but you know, just um, like just getting to play and things like that. You know, you take oh. you sometimes take things for granted, but you can't in football because every moment's special. And oh. have you have you had to do any initiation songs yet? I've not actually. You've, that's you've got away with it. That's something that I've got away with. I had to do. Um, I had to bake something when I first joined Spartans. That was. I had to bake like a wee thing before a session that we could all have after, but that, nice. no songs as of yet. No, <laughs> what did you bake? I think I made like a digestive tray bake thing. I can't, I can't remember. But, um, you know, if folk don't like your cooking, then it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that sounds a lot better than having to sing a song. Uh, yeah, to be fair, that's worked better out for me because singing's not really my strong point. <laughs> have, you, have you had to sing a song? Uh, for initiation what would it be oh god I don't know cause it could you don't know you never know what to go for like do you go for a bit of like older music you know your 80s or 90s cause yeah or do you go for pop I don't know I think I'd maybe stick with a wee bit of Justin Bieber you know Bieber I was I was actually about to say um, oh what one was it that that sorry one he's got that'd be I don't know why, I can feel yeah. like that would be a, a funny one to get away with. Like it's not yeah, too I think bad, but... maybe a wee bit of Justin Bieber just because, you know, it's it's nice and easy, you know, something mm. that you can get a laugh out of and not embarrass yourself too much at the same time. Although <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the, the baking one's definitely a better suggestion. Oh, definitely. I think we should stick with that. <laughs> do, you, do you mind, uh, do you know what Conrad Logan is? I don't think so. Right, there's it's, it's a story, but it's got a, a relative to it. So he was the hip school keeper in the semi-final, you know, the really, the bigger size one, uh, a few Possibly. years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite, a, quite, quite a big lad, I think it's, it's fair to say, but he'd come in and he'd had a, he'd had a stormer game, but, and then he, the next day was his birthday, right? And I, I can't remember where it was, I saw it, but it was a story, it made me laugh. It goes back to your tray baking thing. There was a tradition, like, when it's your birthday, you go in and buy cakes for, like, the entire squad. But yeah. this guy's like massive, so he's gone into Greg's and he's ordered about like 40, 50 cakes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like actually looking at it, I'm like, Jesus. Oh, well, that's class. Well, like we, we saw you on TV yesterday and you didn't hear <laughs> like 50 cupcakes. Fair, uh, fair enough, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it just made me laughing about the, the bacon, about stuff like that. Uh, speaking of food, uh, a few quick five questions for you. So, a couple that have been a debate on the podcast for a while. A Kit Kat, right? Would you say that is a chocolate or a biscuit? I think that's a biscuit because it's got biscuit inside and it's majority biscuit. Like, you know what I mean? It's only got a little bit yeah. of chocolate. Do you know what's bad? I can't even remember what one I thought it was. <laughs> You've heard so many people's opinions. You yeah, don't know. <laughs> I've heard too many people's opinions. I'm thinking, I was like, did I say it was a biscuit or was it a chocolate? Because I could, I could see both sides, but I picked a side. You know, I can't remember I, what side I, I picked. See, I could see both sides, like, definitely. I, but 
that's then I could say the same about a jaff cake. I think I stuck with I think I said biscuit because there's more there's more biscuit to chocolate. Like if you look at the well, ratio, exactly. There's more yeah. biscuit completely, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. What about a jaffa cake? A jaffa cake. Is it oh, a cake that, or biscuit? That's just a sort of thing, isn't it? You've got like cakes, biscuits, and then jaffa cakes because there's there's no biscuit to it. Well, exactly. I don't think you can class a jaffa cake as a biscuit because oh. it's called a jaffa cake and it's yeah. got a cake base. So yeah, it's not a jaffa biscuit. Exactly. It's, it's, it should even. Anyway. <laughs> it should even be a debate if you really think about it. It's no, like, exactly. It's, it's, it's in the name. It's like, oh, I can, right, I've got a pizza here. It says a pizza. Is it some kind of pasta? You go, no, that's a pizza. Exactly. It's in the name. <laughs> right, uh, speak of pizza, uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? I've never tried it, but I'm ah. going to say no. Ah, I'm going to say no because I think if you're having a pizza, right, like, yeah. You may as well just have a pizza. Like you're being unhealthy anyway. Like I understand peppers and things like that on a pizza. No, no, I, that's, it's it's that's not for the healthy option. It's not for the healthy option though. It's just it's just buying. It's like nah. a, a sensation to the taste buds. Nah, it's, fruit on a pizza. I don't. I don't think that should be a thing. But I've never had it, so I could yeah. be proved wrong. Well, you need to, you need to do it. You need to try it, and then we will record a section of the podcast afterwards where you can admit you were wrong. Uh, and how great are you? Okay. Like? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favourite pizza place to go to? To be fair, I'm not a huge, huge fan of pizza, but if I was to go... You're not? If I was... No, I'm not. I'm not... Like, I'd eat it if it's there, but I'm not a big fan of it. But hmm. I do like Domino's or Pizza Hut, to be fair. Nah, they're expensive, though, eh? Like, you, you, you go... Yeah. You I grudge paying for the money for Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you ask your parents to get... That's when you go for a two for Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I uh, just save one for uh, the day afterwards. Uh, final one: Would you rather have really long legs and tiny arms, or really tiny legs and really long arms? I think tiny legs because I've already got that. Yeah. So it would just be adding long arms to my body right now, and I think uh, I can cope with that. So you look like one of the Mister Men, though. That would be the. The I know, but if you had really long legs, you wouldn't. You'd have to get like your jeans and that like fitted to you. And mm-hmm. if you had really short arms, you wouldn't be able to pick anything up. I don't know. Like you look at T Rexes, right? They were quite intimidating creatures, and their arms are tiny. Well, that that is very true. But I'm going to stick with my with my small legs. I think. Stick <laughs> it. <laughs> Have you seen the story about the boy who qualified for the vaccine because um, they taken his BMI and they'd accidentally recorded his height as six centimetres tall? <laughs> like, oh my god! He had a BMI of about twenty four thousand. <laughs> 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 always made me laugh. Like thinking about like, I can imagine that was an actual measurement. He's like, like this, this tall, but <laughs> that wide. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that happened. No, I, I, my mum told me about it, and I was in, I was in stitches. Like that, that, that probably made me laugh. He, he is a, he's a would you rather question on his own. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's all we've got time for, Carly. So thank you very much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. No, grateful, grateful to be here, and thank you for having me. Yeah, no Again, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Got to-